It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, everyone. This is Krista with Krista Does Numbers on IQ Podcast with Attorney King Studios. I am a CPA. I'm not your CPA. So if you have any questions or concern, please reach out to your personal um, account accountant or tax advisor, or you can always email me, numbers at gmail.com. Today, I have my guest, Kevin Johnson. Hi, Kevin. Hi, how are you doing? <laughs> all right. Sorry, I'm learning all my new sound effect stuff over here, so I have to apologize for that. But um, so Kevin, he actually... He works, he, well, first you started off, as, as you mentioned, being a police officer for 10 years or working for the Las Vegas Police Department. Then you stopped doing that. Yeah. For a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I was actually a civilian working for them. I did IT work for them, um, you know, all the police services, and uh, which was, I guess, a good job. I mean, people usually stay at those jobs forever, and um, but uh, yeah, I was a little bored, to be honest. Well, I would, I would imagine, considering it's it apparently you have a love for motorcycles and, and UTVs. I mean, not only do you ride them, but you work on them. And you didn't you say, did you go, um, uh, um, what do you call it? You know, when you go compete, did you, did you do that as well? Uh, uh, well, so we actually do uh, off-road motorcycle and UTV tours course, down yeah. in Mexico. Right. Um, but... Growing up in San Diego, you know, I was jumping across the border as much as I could, going down there and having fun. And then we 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 started racing down there racing. many many years ago. Like, yeah, so I started racing down there in two thousand and three. Uh, and I'm not really a guy that likes to sit in the office and do stuff. Um, I actually like to get my hands dirty and be physical because uh, I think it's a lot more healthier for you. But um, anyways, yeah, so uh, so we've been doing off-road motorcycle and UTV tours down in Baja. It's pretty cool because I get to, uh, basically people go on vacation and they pay me to go with them and, uh, <laughs> keep them safe and, and have fun and, and, and go to, you know, all the places you want to go and stay away from the places you don't want to go. Right. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. I mean, I think I first started, I built two tour companies for some other guys, um, originally, as a, like a mechanic and as a trail boss. And, um, those companies didn't succeed and people started coming to me and I never wanted to do tours in Mexico or do tours with anyone because, uh, I'm a little introvert and, uh, I was like, nah, I don't really want to do that. But I started throwing the numbers out there and people started biting, uh, that were requesting the rise. And I go, 
guess I'm in the, guess I'm in the school business now. You know, and that's sometimes that's, really that's how, how it works. Yeah. So basically, yeah. just people so found that's, you. And then yeah, and so that's how it all started. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we all started, and then uh, every time I went down there, I would just try to make it better and better for everybody to go down there and to do it the way I would want to do it if I was going on vacation and not something that's so structured. I like to, you know, kind of stay loose and have fun and, you know, like kind of set it up for the people to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. I mean, yeah. Cause I know sometimes, I don't know if I've ever been on a tour. No, I, I guess I have been on a tour and, um, well, of course then again, it was an ATV tour. And so the fact that I was just on an ATV just made it exciting period. But yeah, sometimes you just yeah. go on these tours and you're just like, okay, you have to be here at this time. Then you got to go do this. And it's just like, and then it's so structured. Yeah. It's so structured and just so you know, mechanical that you're just not really having a lot of fun. So I can definitely, so thank yeah. you for taking that into consideration. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure your clients appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, like I've gone on a lot of tours too. And it's just, it's kind of just like, you're, you know, it's just kind of like a program you got to do on. You don't really feel like you're on vacation. So like, I, I wanted to eliminate that, what you know, out of it right away. Nice. And then, so. um, by doing this tour company, you going down to Mexico, you actually found that there was a need. So you made a little bit of a shift and created a whole nother yeah. company. Talk about that. Yeah. So, so we, you know, we're taking in, in, in on the tours that we do with our UTVs, which are our most popular tours, people are actually coming from Canada and across on the East coast and around the country. And they're bringing their vehicles down. And these are now very expensive, off-road toys. These are not like our, what we had in the 90s and, you know, early 2000s. These are, you know, $30,000 off-road vehicles that people are now putting $30,000 into them. And now trucks, diesel trucks, you know, they're $80,000, you know, wow. you can buy a Ford Raptor for $80,000, you know? So, you know, they're coming to us and they're going, Hey, Kevin, you know, you know, what should we do? And it's, you know, we, we want to get our stuff insured. So, uh, you know, because we already had the clients, it just made sense for us to open up the business to insure our clients and then go after more after that. Um, so we ended up doing that and, um, you know, just starting it slow with, with our customers. But then next thing, next thing, you know, you know, people are, are you know, are being referred to us and it just starts snowballing. Um, it is a long process, obviously, um, to do it. We've all, we're only in our first year, but we, we've had success in our first year. And since we're, I mean, essentially controlling some of our rides, you know, we're taking down 20 and 30 people at a time, at least once a month, you know, so we're, we're kind of funneling that back, you know, to, to a sister company that we created. And I just, it just made sense, you know, so we just basically found a need and, and, and served it. And as long as, as long as you have people that are not, not even willing to buy, but have that need, then, you know, why shouldn't they buy it from us? Right. And then not only did you, with the insurance, I mean, of course, doing the off-road, but, but you also provide for on, you know, just on-road vehicles from in, that go down to Mexico as well. Yeah. So anybody going down to Mexico, crossing the border for the day, whether it be a day, a month, or a year, um, if it's, you know, you're taking your car, you're taking your boat, they can cover the boat, they can cover your RV. Um, pretty much that, to fill that that gap that you need insurance down in Mexico, um, that's what, that's what our service is. And, um, 
so yeah, it just, it, it really made sense. And then not only like we didn't just go and, um, say, Oh, we just need insurance, you know, because in, 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 in Mexico, it's, it's very similar to how it's done in the United States. You know, you got your state farm, you got your all state. So we actually had to figure out who was going to provide the best coverage for us. And that's really the ter- determining factor, you know, that we can pass on. We had to go and get the best service that we could for the customer. Right. And that way, when people buy, you know, they have a lot of confidence. Like they, they know, you know, us personally, they know, you know, hey, this is what we're going to get. So there's, you know, there's just trust built there. And uh, they know that, you know, just throughout time and our reputation and, and, and just knowing us that, you know, they, they, we can exceed their expectation of what they're going to get. Uh, but, uh, and it, it just, it just, it just fell into play. I mean, it was really not even planned to be honest, but we saw an opportunity and we took it. That's really awesome though, that, that you were able to do that. I mean, not, it's, I mean, yes, you know, it's an opportunity, but also there, there's definitely sort of a, an air of like wanting to serve your clients, like kind of like having a heart for your client, making sure that they're taken care of. And I think that's really important when we're, you know, especially in like a service type industry. But, um, yeah, so, and especially if they're going across the border of Mexico and they're already having some unknowns <laughs> already. Exactly, yeah, and you can help them feel, you know, feel, just take off some of that anxiety or, or just, you know, alleviate whatever, you know, they're, you know, just, just to give them a sense of security so they can enjoy their yeah. vacation that they're going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. And so you, you run this business with your, it's like a family business, so it's actually with your brother. Yeah, we, it is a family business. Uh, I have my brother who's, you know, my, one of my, probably my best friend and my partner. Um, that, uh, and it wasn't always that way. <laughs> we're like the complete opposite. <laughs> how, how many um, years apart are you guys? Uh, we're four years apart, but oh, okay. he is like, he's like the, I mean, we were both student athletes, but you know, he ended up going to college and, playing football and wrestle and get his master's degree. And then he wanted to be a, a, a teacher and a coach type of thing. So he went off on that route. And then I went off on more, I went to automotive Institute. I went to mechanic school, you know, I worked at the car dealership, you know, I was the technical guy and, you know, growing up, we were very different. <laughs> so it taken us, you know, until we got to our forties to see each other's strengths and uh, to go, well, you can do this and I don't want to do that and I can't do that. So we were able to, you know, come together and, uh, you know, provide some pretty good skills for our company. And, that, that's and really awesome. Yeah. That's really awesome. Cause I, cause especially with a partnership, it's, it's not only important to be able to, you know, to work together, but the fact that you guys can see each other's strengths and weaknesses and, and just compliment each other that way, that that's really, um, you know, that's just really empowering for your business in general. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. yeah. And, yeah. So, so people that, you know, it, it, it does, you know, empower the business because people know that we're brother and we're family and, you know, we're able to do that, which is, I mean, I've had or tried with business partners before and that's probably one of the most frustrating things that uh, I've ever done when it comes to business. Right. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So if there was, so all this stuff that you've gone through and, you know, having this life experience and then of course having your businesses. So if there was something that you can go back and tell your younger self, like, Hey, you know, make sure that you do this or watch out for this or, you know, whatever little golden negative wisdom that you can give your, give the listeners, maybe somebody wants to start 
some sort of tour business or insurance business or just, or even being a mechanic. I mean, what, what sort of information would you like to share on that? I, I think if you want to do it, you'll do it. And it doesn't really matter how long it's going to take. I mean, I know, you know, growing up, you know, there, you know, I'd see business owners and I kind of always knew that I wanted to be a business owner and make my own decision. You know, I know it's, it's, it's not for everybody, but all those bumps and bruises that you take, mm-hmm. I, I seriously think they're necessary, whatever they are, you know, because, you know, you, we're all trying to hit a home run, right? But like, if you don't go and practice and you don't swing and take a thousand swings, you're never going to hit one. So I just think that, you know, everything that I've gone through has really shaped me and it's created. And it, you know, you kind of got to be fluid with what you're doing because you got to find out what works and what doesn't work. So, um, I just think that, you know, all the, for every bad, there's way more positive. Um, but, uh, I, I, you know, it's just, it's necessary bumps and bruises that you got to go through. And, uh, I would just pretty much just as long as you don't quit, you know, I mean, you'll find, uh, you're always going to find your path, you know, what, you know, no matter what, but if you quit, you know, basically just get down more times than you fall or, I mean, get up, (laughs) get down. (laughs) Yeah. Get up more times than you fall is really what it comes to. Yeah. I mean, I, I have like, and, and it's funny because like doing business, you know, you, you're, you're, you're constantly in the grind and you're constantly doing stuff. And there's also points when you're like, you don't even know if you're doing it right or wrong. And then, you know, months go by and then somebody compliments you or, you know, somebody says, Hey, this is really cool, but they've never said it to you. And then you realize you're doing the right thing, you know, and sometimes those, um, good words don't always come from the closest people around you, <laughs> sadly. Yeah, um, I mean, true. But, uh, you know, so, uh, but, you know, it, 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 it's one of those things. That, and my dad, you know, he's, he's, he's well-rounded. And, uh, yeah, he'd always tell me, you know, because I, I, I'm always working and I'm always thinking. Now, it's not for everybody, you know, so, um, and I have, um, the lifestyle to do it because I'm, I'm like a single guy, I, you know, so I, I don't, you know, all I think about is work, um, which is, you know, there's balance, but I, I, I work when the work's there and then I go kiteboarding and I ride my dirt bike and go racing when, when I can. Um, but my dad has always said, it's not lonely up top. It's just that you're alone, you know, because you're in your own little world and you're working on what you need to do and, and you're kind of, you're focused. And uh, it only kind of seems like you're alone. But those words my dad would say on me all the time. He goes, you know, it's not lonely at the top. It's just that you're alone, <laughs> you know, just to, yeah. to maintain and keep this focus. And, uh, you know, not everybody's always thinking about, you know, hey, you know, not everybody's always happy to see you succeed for the most part. Anyway. Well, yeah, that is very true. <laughs> that, that is very true. There are some, there are definitely the haters, no matter what, whether you're doing, you know, even if you're doing good things, there's always haters. It's just unfortunate um, about yeah. that. So just out of curiosity, is, is it you or your brother that is involved with like taking care of like the financial type, you know, financial stuff of the business? Uh, my brother is mostly on that. Um, when, you know, yeah, he does most of the finance stuff. 
And it's weird because like, to be honest, like my lifestyle is doing what I work and how I do it. So like my only expense is like going and do the things I do. And it's kind of comboed with the tours and, and, and my lifestyle. So, uh, it's, 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 it's interesting, uh, how much money I really don't spend or need when I actually do what I do every day, which is basically a lifestyle and, and, and the off-roading stuff. Yeah. But yeah, my brother uh, takes care of uh, all the core business stuff. So does he try uh, to like me, which, get you to look at the numbers at all? And you're just like, nah, man, I'm, I'm good. You, you, that's all you. Or? No, 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 <laughs> no. He just, he just, he tells me the round numbers and this is where we're at and da da da. And, and I, and I told, trust him with what, you know, he's doing so, which is good because I don't have to worry about it whatsoever. I can just focus on what I'm doing, but, it, and, and that's the beauty of it. And me trusting him and us having a relationship together, um, the way we do, and that's not always the case when you have anybody else working for you. Right. Absolutely. I, I can, I can yeah. concur with that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just cause I, I've seen, trust me, I've seen many, yeah, I've seen a lot of bad, bad endings. Uh, I'm, being in my profession. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So if people would like to, well, of course, I don't know now that, you know, this whole quarantine thing is going on. I mean, I, I, I imagine you haven't been able to take tours down into Mexico these past few months. No, but it's actually given me some time to recoup and re get, get reorganized and prepared um, for you know, when it does go into play, there was a lot of things that I'd been pushed, you know, aside just because of the busy schedule and stuff. But, and actually it from, you know, obviously it's a bad thing that we're, we're having this, but, um, you know, it was actually good for me to get caught up and, and kind of rethink everything and kind of, you know, think fresh again and kind of get some ideas going. Okay. So is there like a time frame that you have when you'll be able to get back into to doing these tours or or is it just kind of yeah, by well, ear right now? Right now, yeah, right right now they're opening up the hotels down there in, in Ensenada um, at like 25% capacity. So they're slowly opening up. And then the border is supposed to open up uh, like July 23rd is what they're saying. Okay. Um, but I'm not uh, getting too excited until... Yeah. It happens. <laughs> right, exactly. You're like, I'll, you know, I'll just, I'll wait and see type of thing, unfortunately. But so if people are yeah. interested in taking a tour, maybe they've, you know, thought about it and now they're like, yeah, I definitely want to do this. How can they get a hold of you? Do you have a website, phone number, email? Yeah, we have a website. Yeah, the website is BajaRideCompany.com. It's all together, BajaRideCompany.com. Okay. And uh, we have some tour schedules on that. They can contact me direct. Um, we do like have an open schedule, but then we also have um, like uh, private bookings that we do because we only take so many vehicles. And then if somebody goes, "Hey, I got ten guys, I want to go do this," and then we go, "Okay," so then we'll, we'll book out. We do a lot of private stuff as well that's not uh, on the site, so we're pretty fluid um, with what we can do down there. Um, whether it's motorcycle, UTV, and we have a lot of contacts down there with hotels and. Um, I mean, the wineries are huge down there, you know, wine tours and stuff going through the Valle de Guadalupe, but it does got to get opened up. Oh, you got to go down there. Yeah, there's uh, the Valle de Guadalupe, the, all the wineries down there. You can go and spend a day and, you know, hit a couple of wineries. And uh, unlike most wineries, 
that only serve wine or do wine tasting. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys have some incredible uh, meals that they can cook for you too. Oh, I, I, I yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Authentic Mexican food yeah. is the best. I won't lie. Yeah, so. yeah, they have that. They have a lot of lot of lot of fish. You know, a lot of ceviches. You know, they have, they have a lot of a lot of seafood uh, dishes that are that are pretty outstanding. Nice, awesome. Well, Kevin Johnson, I want to honor you for being on my show today. Thank you for taking the time and educating yeah. the listeners about the tour business and how it sort of just sort of manifested itself just by doing, because of doing something that you love really is what it comes down to and uh, bringing that to, yeah. to your clients. And so thank you for that. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So again, this is Krista's numbers on IQ podcast with attorney King studios until next time you guys have a blessed and wonderful day.